toward the dead, among the living. He is not here, but has risen. Hallelujah, he's alive. Hallelujah, he is risen. Spread the news that just as he said, Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah, Jesus is alive. Jesus died on Calvary to bear the weight of sin. But he had told his disciples that he would rise again. On Easter Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb. They found the stone was rolled away, and he had risen. Hallelujah, he's alive. Hallelujah, he is risen. Spread the news that, just as he said, Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah! Jesus is alive. Let the bells of joyfully let all his children sing. Let us praise our living Lord, our Savior and our King. Jesus rose on Easter, and he's alive today. Hallelujah, he's alive. Hallelujah, he is risen. Spread the news that, just as he said, Christ is risen from the dead. Hallelujah. Sylvia and Beth and Lily who take their place among many witnesses to the resurrection. And the new guy noticed something as uh, Alleluia was being said. There were witnesses to the resurrection who infiltrated our worship space as people were waving Alleluia banners. So we all gather today to bear witness that Jesus is indeed alive and doing a new thing, even in our midst. There is a, a way for us to join in solidarity with other witnesses to the resurrection, the people of Ukraine. Uh, you will notice that there is an acclamation at the very beginning under the Thanksgiving for baptism. And we are going to get a chance to speak it in English and then intersperse some Ukrainian and uh, Jennifer has very helpfully made sure that the words are broken down so that you can just sort of read them as they appear 
on the page. So has everybody found that? Okay. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Christos voscres. Christ has risen. Voistro voscres. Indeed, he has risen. Hallelujah. Refreshed by the resurrection life we share in Christ, let us give thanks for the gift of baptism. We thank you, risen Christ, for these waters where you make us new, leading us from death to life, from tears to joy. We bless you, risen Christ, that your spirit comes to us in the grace-filled waters of rebirth, like rains to our thirsting earth, like streams that revive our souls, like cups of cool water shared with strangers. Breathe your peace on your church when we hide in fear. Clothe us with your mercy and forgiveness. Send us as companions on our journey as we share your life. Make us one, risen Christ. Cleanse our hearts. Shower us with life. To you be given all praise with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God, now and forever. Amen. according to St. Luke. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they came to the tomb taking the spices that they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they didn't find the body. While they were perplexed about this, suddenly two men in dazzling clothes stood beside them. The women were terrified, and they bowed their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He's not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners to be crucified and on the third day rise again? Then they remembered his words. And returning from the tomb, they told all of this to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told this to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter got up and ran to the tomb Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves. Then he went home, amazed at what had happened. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise 
Mary of Magdala, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James, were part of a holy society. They were tasked with the job of preparing a body for burial. You get the idea that they had no inkling that they would become the very first witnesses to God doing a new thing, the resurrection. We're going to hear a bit from some spiritual descendants of Joanna and Mary of Magdala and Mary, the mother of James, uh, Bishop Susan Johnson and Bishop Linda Nichols, who is the primate of the Anglican Church Canada. They bear witness that Jesus has risen, and yes, God is about doing a new thing. And I'll direct your attention to the screen. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. The joy and hope and promise of Easter is summed up in these five words. I have seen the Lord. In these last few years, it has been hard for us to hold on to this message of hope. The COVID pandemic has ravaged our world with illness and fear and death. Underlined injustices of poverty, racism and abuse and caused us to close borders and fear the other. Natural disasters have harmed people, the land and property through fire, extreme heat, drought, flooding and extreme cold. The discovery of unmarked graves at a number of former Indian residential schools has shocked our nation and re-traumatized many Indigenous peoples. We experienced a convoy expressing anger at COVID restrictions, shutting down border crossings and paralyzing downtown Ottawa. Conflicts continue to rage in Yemen, Ethiopia, Syria, Afghanistan, and against the Rohingya and Uyghur peoples. Russia is waging war in Ukraine, and the number of displaced people in our world continues to grow. For the first time since the Cold War, there is fear about the use of nuclear arms. Mary Magdalene went to the tomb full of fear and despair. They were living under harsh Roman occupation, and Jesus had been crucified. Hopes and dreams of a new and just world were dashed. But after Mary's encounter with the living Christ, she becomes the first evangelist, and her announcement, I have seen the Lord, ignites joy, hope, and promise. In these times of trial, we have seen the Lord as well. In the kindness of strangers, in the response to community needs from churches and other organizations, in the generous donations to victims of war and natural disaster, in the commitment that every child matters and that reconciliation between settlers and indigenous peoples is still possible. I have seen the Lord in the beauty and wonder and constant renewal and recreation of God's earth and in the faces of people who in the midst of all of that struggle and despair have found resilience and hope in community together. I have seen the Lord as I have worshipped with you online, 
whether it's through Zoom or Facebook Live or whatever. I see the eagerness of people to still hear and participate in the gospel message of hope. This Easter, we can again celebrate with Mary the hope, joy, and promise of the risen Christ. With her and all the faithful, we can proclaim, I have seen the Lord. Alleluia, 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 Amen. These witnesses join the voices of many working preachers who say that, yes, God is indeed doing a new thing. That these voices join voices that have been sometimes silenced, brushed aside, disregarded. Thinking of Barbara Andrews and Elizabeth Paltz. The first two women ordained in the Lutheran Church on the continent in the early 1970s. Or Earlene Miller, the first woman of color ordained as a pastor in 1979. Bishops, these and Bishops Elaine Sauer and Cindy Halmerson in our Evangelical Lutheran Church in Canada. More witnesses. There's our neighbor, Martha, at Central United. A witness. And what these witnesses have in common, they've seen the Lord. That God has done a good work in them and in the world around them. And sometimes we struggle and we say, can we really believe that an empty tomb means more than an empty tomb? Or is it merely an idle tale? That's the polite version, by the way an idle tale. But the witness comes to us time and again and reminds us that God gets the last word. Your turn. You are witnesses. You're witnesses just by showing up. You are witnesses by praying for each other, by taking care of each other, by feeding folk in the neighborhood, and by white-knuckling it through war and pandemic, and still gathering and testifying to hope. And so as we gather together to pray, to hear a word proclaimed, we can remember words from the letter to the Hebrews, which is really a very long sermon, <laughs> but seeing that we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses we continue to run the race of faith. It seems to me, though, that the race has taken us off the track. We don't know where the finish line is. Somebody chucked the rule book. And yet, we still run. With every footfall, with every exhalation, and with every heartbeat, we have the witness's testimony that God is alive, that Jesus is alive, that hope lives, that love lives. And that God continues to be about the ancient promises of saving and of blessing. And in God's good time, in Christ, 
All of it will be gathered together, and God will heal all that is broken. This is the testimony we inherit. This is the testimony that helps us run the race on days that are maybe less festive than Easter Sunday. But Tuesday, when the going gets tough, and Thursday, when it gets tougher still, and when the headlines continue to bombard us, we can remember He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. 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 Amen. Please stand as you're able.